Hey, 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 welcome to the Sports Reverend Podcast. My name is Dan. I'm joined with my co-host, my big bro. He's known as the coach as he's coached around the world. And we're here with our unapologetic faith and our hot sports takes. We are a man down once again. White Sports Revs Drew is unavailable. You know, he's got four kids. We'll give him a break. And uh, he's actually dealing with an injury too. Oh yeah, and he runs a church, so... His life's pretty busy, but that doesn't mean we're gonna—we're not gonna give you the best we got because uh, it's gonna be a good show today. Coach, what's been going on with you? What's new? What's good? Man, it is uh, Winnipeg weather out here in Toronto. Oof. It is chilly, but I love it. I love it. Walking around with my uh, just a regular old shirt, and everyone in the office is all huddled up, so it's kind of funny. Not a lot. Of good Thanksgiving. Uh, got fed well by your wife, so that was always a good sign. But yeah, things are good. Things are good. Well, for me, things are tough. It's been a tough week. I've had a lot of mean friends of mine send me score updates on the Dallas Cowboys. And that's the hat I was actually supposed to wear. We just never got to yeah. see each other, which I'm okay with. Uh, I spared you. I spared you. It, it's been a tough go sports-wise for me, so... My heart is hurting. But it's okay. Maybe it'll bounce back. That is the beauty of sports. It's always another opportunity. So why don't we start with some quick hitter news? No, actually, why don't you give us a rundown of our show and then we'll hit some quick hitter news. Sure. We're gonna start off with quick hitters. We're gonna talk about the week that was in the NFL. Some of the games we're highlighting this upcoming week. Uh, we will talk some about something about Thanksgiving, even though we're a week late. Uh, we're a couple days late. Uh, we'll talk a bit about Thanksgiving and, you know, the good and the bad. And uh, we might touch on some baseball. I don't think so. But actually, the topic I'm most excited for is NBA opening night. So uh, that's coming from the 24th. So in about two weeks. So let's get rolling here with our quick hairs. Let me start us off. All right, let's go. The Texas Rangers have booked their spot in the ALCS. Uh... Taylor Swift's boyfriend, otherwise known as Travis Kelsey, is questionable of a potential ankle injury for the Denver Broncos game this week. The up-and-coming Connor Bedard notches his first NHL point in his debut versus the Penguins. Get ahead of hat-trick, or an assist. Start him off. Uh, Max Verstappen uh, has already won the F1 all-year title, won his 14th race of the year in Qatar, and is chasing his 15th and uh, lead, or I guess record-breaking win uh, in the next couple of races. And lastly, Dylan the <laughs> Villain Brooks, continuing on living up to his name, ejected in under five minutes in his first his preseason game with Houston. Yeah. You see how uh, USA is put together? They're putting together the. The Avengers, the the ultimate uh, USA team to come back just to take uh, down Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks and Team Canada, that's who they're gunning for. I might be Jokic, As I think I'd be, be more scared of, but... You never know. We'll see, we'll see. Let's handle some business here. Uh, Urban Hope is our mentorship program that I get to run in downtown Toronto. It's uh, a near and dear to my heart as we get to serve uh, this uh, inner city urban community uh, a lot of um, uh, cooperative housing and, and a lot of broken homes. With that being said, there's so much uh, talent and love and, 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 and kids that are, are, are just so full of potential. And what part of our mentorship program is to help build into them, help give them opportunities. Uh, we create a safe place for them where they come and hang out. Uh, during the week, we have even weekly programs. We're building a basketball, not just a program. We wanted to make it uh, not just a team. We wanted to make it a program, almost like an academy. Uh, so it's uh, it's the it's the skills that coach will teach on and off the floor that will that will help 
change and and help them grow throughout their whole life. That's why we're actually doing this podcast. It's because through sports, we had great coaches in our lives that we learned all these lessons, all these biblical lessons uh, that teaches us how to grow and how to uh, be be man of God and 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 all these things that uh, have have given us the disciplines to live honoring to God. So that's what our program is for, and we do a myriad of things to help. Uh, these kids grow and help them have an opportunity uh, to succeed in this life. If you're able to support in any kind of way, visit thesportsreverence.com and uh, you can check out our sponsorship page. It'll always be in our YouTube bio uh, and uh, our description and you can see it there and you can find all our sponsors there because we do have some good deals along with chances for you to pour into uh, another community and, um, and you do get a tax return tax um receipt if if you give more than twenty dollars and live in canada okay that's the business coach let's toss it to you lead us all right let's look at some football um we'll start with an unlikely game that i wasn't gonna talk about um but chicago and washington fields and uh more connected eight times for 230 yards and three tds and the bears got their first win <laughs> did anybody see this coming I'm going to say no. Their first win in almost a calendar year. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it was an impressive win. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Washington is really bad is also yeah. part of this situation here. I, I think people are going to be all over the Bears to be like great in week six. And I think it's a little bit of a smokescreen because that's how bad Washington is. So um, honestly, the, the Bears defense is, is a high school defense. At best, like honestly, they're that bad. So they 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 got a lot of from head to toe. The Bears are a mess, and yeah. this is coming after a great win that they had. So I don't know. I'm not sold no. on anything that has to do with the Bears. Magic was not happy with his team. He called them out. <laughs> lack of desire. Um, I don't think I really care if I'm on the Commanders. What Magic Johnson has to say, but um, the Bears host the Vikings. Another inept team in week six. Could they go for win number two? Vikings just lost Justin Jefferson. The Vikings defense is also terrible. The Vikings defense do blitz a lot, which could cause Justin Fields a problem. But the Vikings defense also is, as they blitz a lot, they don't get to the quarterback. So (laughs) it's possible. It's possible that this bad team can beat the other bad team. But you know what? So we're I'm taking Kirk Cousins any day of the week over Justin Fields. I don't care if Justin yeah, Jefferson's Kirk, there or not. Yeah, Kirk's a great game time manager. Let's be real. Um so we're taking the over is what you're saying. Depending uh, on whatever, whatever the over is. At this point, potentially two bad defenses. Potentially. Alright, I like that. Um Josh Allen did me a solid in my fantasy, but Buffalo could not escape. Jacksonville with uh, with the King watching. And uh, are they consistent? Are the Bills consistent enough to make a real run at this? Or are they kind of you know, like Peyton Manning Colts and they're going to peter out and we've seen too much of them? What do you think? Oh, that's a tough question. Like, it was tough. They yeah. went to London while Jacksonville was already in London. Um, I think that does take a toll on you. Um, yeah. And you know what? You know, you can't win every game. Jacksonville's a good team. I think they're starting to put it together finally. Um, But I'm still a believer in Buffalo more than I have been. It's interesting because I'm more of a believer in Buffalo than I have been over the last few years. And they've been probably considered better. But um, like Josh Allen, I think, is kind of taking the next step as he's making a case for MVP. And uh, I think he will be this year's MVP. So that's what I think is, yes, they will, because of him, they'll make it over the hump. Don't make it well, yeah. We'll see. Well, I mean, they'll case. make the playoffs for sure. Yeah, and we'll, definitely. We'll see what happens. Um, people making a big deal with Stefan Diggs tossing his tablet. And, like, I didn't, I didn't get that. Like, he was just upset. What's the big deal? Honestly, I didn't see it because I was preaching. Mm. I know you were on that that. that that tech team watching the game and this confirmed uh, we were watching all sorts of stuff back there. Yeah. 
the, well, big controversy after the game or was that Stefan he ran the wrong route or didn't make the right read, came back and just slammed the tablet down. And people were just freaking out because they're like, oh, it's unsportsmanlike. And, and Josh Allen just came out and said, hey, the guy wants to win and wants to compete. What's wrong with that? Yeah. And I was, it's just so weird that, you know, we're upset that athletes care, but then we're upset that athletes don't care. <laughs> it's a lose-lose situation, in my opinion. Um, let's quickly, let's quickly pivot to Jacksonville. Um, like you said, I think they're they're up and coming. They could make some real noise. Um, yeah, like Mr. watching the highlights at least. Uh, yeah, I did. Mister Sunshine is <laughs> is putting it together. Like I do really like mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence, but you know they they do have this Colts team that's gonna be without Anthony Richardson. But I think Gardner Minshew is also a good enough quarterback to handle the the few games that Anthony's going to be out. I And this Colts, they're good on both sides of the ball. They're going to run it down their yeah. throats. I do not trust the O-line for J- the Jacksonville, and I don't trust their defense. So okay. it's 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 going to be tough for them to even get to the playoffs. Um, but they are taking steps in the right direction. But, but I'm okay. going Colts this like week like if it. you like it. Colts, take that. Yeah, that's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a good, interesting game for sure. All right, uh, let's take a look. At the next game we're talk about Detroit, Carolina. Detroit just came in and, and blew them out. Are these the kings of the AFC North? Is this what's gonna happen? One hundred percent. Yes, they did that without their star receiver and their uh, star rookie running back. That is like the partner of yeah. David Montgomery, like. They are for real. The Aiden Hutchinson on defense is a monster. Uh, he's just all over uh, the backfield all game long. Like he's incredible. So Detroit, they're real. They're real contenders. I still think they're a one B in the NFC total. Um, sure. But uh, sure. they are. They're probably closer to like the Cowboys um, than they are the let's say 49ers and. Probably oh, Philly. Let's, let's not insult Detroit that way, okay? Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Let's not insult them that way. Come on. Let's not give them too the much Cowboys, at the same time. Look, you know what? Dak was terrible. We'll get, we'll we'll get, get to there. that. We'll, we'll get, get there. Okay? We're going to um, avoid it for a little longer. As, as much as we can, sure. Um, I was I was seeing a lot of, uh, you know, not junk headlines, but like Twitter like headlines, things like that, that, Belichick is nothing without Brady. And New England looks terrible. Mac Jones looks confused. He looks lost. He's been pulled twice now. Um, but he's still QB1. I think, in my opinion, this game was more about New England laying an egg than New Orleans doing anything special. But uh, is Belichick washed? Is, is that what we're thinking these days? I'm thinking Belichick, maybe, I don't know if he's not connecting with the right guys or he doesn't have the right personnel, but he's definitely not, like, he is, usually he has his guys prepared, and they were not prepared this yeah. game. And, like, for for, yeah. for Mac Jones to, like, he's not even throwing the ball with, like, it looks like he's throwing a CFL football, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't fit yeah. right, it doesn't look right, it's lofty. Yeah. Um, it's it's real messed Something's up. Something's off. Something's very off. I think they need to switch to Bailey Zappi. I think they need to run the ball more and go back to grind it out Patriot football because they are not looking good. No. Should have retired. Some of the acquisitions they've made. Some of the acquisitions they made just have not panned out. Yeah. Not panned out at all. So they get the kids some weapons, really, is what you need to do. But I will um, glory in New England being awful because they've been so good for so long they've been so good my whole life i am You're happy like yes 31 to nothing or whatever it was i was i was all smiles yeah so yeah hate boston <laughs> uh philly and the rams not as good as a game i thought it was gonna be yeah um you Despite, tell me what you uh, thought first well, I honestly thought it would be like a 
238 kind of game. Just a real gun show, slinging it out. Um, two quarterbacks just going at it, using the weapons, putting on an offensive display. But um, Rams just kind of came off flat. And it was a bit of a dud. I think I think Philly was up to the challenge. They looked really good. And they're another team that's kind of been inconsistent since the Super Bowl, which is, you know, Typical. neither here nor there at this point. But, um, yeah, the Rams just, it looked like, not that they weren't prepared, but they look like they may have had some Thanksgiving turkey from Canada during this game. Yeah, no, I think you're totally right there. Um, the Rams should be, like, without Cooper Cup, they had a really up-and-coming offense, and you added them in, and they started out hot, and they started out looking like this yeah. is going to be a like a over 55-point game. But yeah. like you said, they petered out, they wore out, and... You know, Philly, you have to give props to Philly because they are absolutely really good. They're just and, – and ta- like yeah. on their roster, it's like they're they're incredible. But uh, they're putting it together still. I still believe in the Rams for sure, though, going forward. I believe in Matt Stafford, and I believe that they can they can put it together too. I just think they got outclassed on, on Sunday. It happens. It'll be interesting to see um, how much more Stafford has to give, right? Um, that's uh, I think gonna be a topic for the offseason, that's for sure. Depending how this team finishes the year. So now for the best game of the entire week, the Woeful Cowboys come over to San Francisco and get whooped. Yeah. Be as be as impartial as you can. How did you feel watching that game? Well. To be honest, I also didn't get to watch that game because <laughs> my wife signed me up for Thanksgiving dinner at someone else's house. And, and I'm yeah. actually thankful for that because it was an awful <laughs> game. Uh, it, you know, it's something special. I, I, did, I did go out and watch the highlights and I was planning to watch the full thing, but I couldn't stomach it. Um, but w- I think Brock Purdy, I love the name they've given him, Brocktober. He is a legitimately... Very, very good quarterback. He's so young still. He's He's got the the it factor for sure. There, You have to give all the credit to the 49ers for moving off Trey Lance in a, in a yeah. position where most teams aren't willing to do that. Most teams aren't willing to admit they were wrong with their draft pick. And they moved on to Brock Purdy. And he showed his, man, he just showed how po- poised he is. And, and yep, that's a great word for it. Is incredible. Incredible. Him and... Even when when the Cowboys took away things like McCaffrey and and um, and uh, Debo, he goes, "Hey, I'm gonna have Kittle here. I'm gonna pump Kittle full of everything here." And and he's still able to move the ball, move the rock, and and their defense is is also just nasty as well. So, all props to the 49ers. Um, my one worry for the 49ers is that they are a team that peak too early and peter into the playoffs. Could be. Um, Could be. But what I'm hoping for is these lowly Cowboys to get these ugly losses out early and 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 figure it out for the playoffs. And um, they got to figure out Dak Prescott here because he shows at some points he's a very legitimately top top of the top end quarterback, and then he shows these duds where he is just just disgustingly awful yeah and and they can't get rid of him or anything like that because he's got a 60 million cap hit next year um so it's impossible to do that they got to figure it out because he i still believe he does have a good skill set they just have to put him in positions where he's not going to overdo much he's got to be he's he's a game manager you can't expect him to elevate your team to win yeah it's it's tough because Dak called that game humbling which I feel is kind of a weird thing for him to say because he just didn't play well he hasn't played well this season would be so far not a great start for him yeah and they really have to pick it up their their division's weak right aside from Philly they can they can definitely sneak into the playoffs still yeah Right, so it's not like it's all hope is lost, but they really, really have to put some 
string some wins together. Uh, the running game needs to get going. But it's hard to get the running game going when you're behind early. You know, Kittle with three TDs, that's huge. So big, big fantasy day for him finally. But um, I won't say two teams going in opposite directions. But this has this has the potential to get ugly quickly for the Cowboys. But I'm also concerned that you're right. San Francisco is maybe one twisted ankle away from, you know, spiraling and peaking too early. And um, it's going to be interesting to see how they run through the rest of the year. They do have a they do have a tough test coming up in Cleveland, week six. Um, not their first real challenge, but definitely. I don't uh, think Deshaun Watson's going to play again, so I think they're going to steamroll him. I would well, have play again. Then yeah. yeah, yeah. I would have chose beginning of the season that this is the game they would totally let down because. I think Browns are pretty good, but I don't think Deshaun Watson's going to play. Yeah, if no Watson, then a different story. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, I will say this. Let's, let's, oh, go ahead. Go yeah. ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Yeah, I was no. just going to say, you know, in basketball, a lot of the times we look to and we refer to matchups and how the matchup actually, some teams just have your number and you're going to have to figure that out later on and it's easier to do in basketball to do that. For, for football, yeah. I think that's another thing too, like, like the the 49ers, they match up well with the Cowboys, and they match up well with the Rams, um, and yeah. and and that's where you see them really excel. And you've seen that over the last few years. You see the Cowboys, they match up well with Philly, and uh, and and for mm-hmm. example, Philly actually matches up well with San Fran. So it is a thing of of how that goes, and and uh, so that's something. If the if the cards play the right way, you never know. Yeah. Oh, it's true. It's true because the Cowboys' defense is really good. Yeah, right. Yeah. They're really good defense, and for them to give up forty-two like that, um, it's crazy. Is is insane. So, um, let's let's flip to them. Actually, Dallas and uh, I was gonna say the Clippers, but it's the LA Chargers. <laughs> uh, that should be a good game. Maybe Monday a bounce back game. Yeah, Monday nighter. Yeah. So, all eyes on. America's favorite team, do they pull it out? Do they walk into SoFi Stadium and pull it out? You know, if they don't, if they don't pull it out, um, yeah, it, it's not going to be easy task. But if they don't pull it out, I think some some like some heads are going to roll uh, because Ooh, already, yeah, this is they they have to show that they can beat good teams. It's not just about for the last few years they just been destroying bad teams. And go get to the playoffs and can't compete with yep. the good teams. So they got to show that they yep. can be good teams. The Chargers are a good team, and uh, this will be a good test for them. And it should be a shootout. It's going to be an exciting game on Monday. I'm looking forward to it, that's for sure. Uh, and last game that we're going to highlight for Week Six: Detroit Tampa Bay. Um, Tampa Bay is, I think, is surprising a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And uh, Detroit obviously surprised, surprised a lot of people as well. So this could be this could be a fun one to watch, especially for neutrals. Baker Mayfield is a legitimate yeah. quarterback. He's playing he's playing so well. Um, you have to give him props. He's taken so much hate, and uh, yes, Tampa yes. Bay is taking so much hate to trust him, give him a shot, mm-hmm. and he's done so well. And uh, I, I think they were like, I want to look at this actually. They were uh, rated as. Um, at one point they were uh, up at, up to five point uh, dogs. They were they were, they were really mm-hmm. expected to to lose quite a bit to Detroit. Um, now it's moved to about three. I think yeah, it's going to be about a field goal game. Uh, it's going to be a close one. A game of redemption for some quarterbacks here. Total total letdown spot for Detroit. I think. Yeah, could be, could yeah. be, could be one of those gotcha games. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, cool. That's that. I think it wraps up our NFL talk. Yeah. And um, let's take care of a little more business here. Um, for those of you who are looking to either get your retirement goals set out early, fund some sort of event like a wedding or a kid's tuition, um, or just looking to become financially free, there is options aside from mutual funds and giving your money to somebody else. Uh, here at Train to Invest, we demystify the stock market for you. We demystify what good looks like in 
terms of your financial future. And uh, we help you understand what you need to do to be financially free. Check us out at www.train2invest.com. We have a free ebook there that explains a little more of what we do. And um, we are a God-centered company, so you will find some scriptures snuck in there about being financially free and things like that. And um, one of the ways that you know I've been able to benefit is I've been able to increase my giving uh, to not just to Church in the City, but to other ventures as well. And um, it, it feels, not only does it feel good, but it's also helping grow the kingdom of God. So if you're looking again, another in income stream, looking to become financially free, check us out at www.train2invest.com. Read the ebook, send us some questions that you have. We'll gladly connect with you and uh, see if we're a right fit to get you to where you need to be. Um, cool. Business taken care of. Now, uh, kind of the fun part of today's show so far, um, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. We spent Thanksgiving Monday together. Um, I spent Thanksgiving Sunday watching your team get destroyed and, and taking a nap, which is nice. Um, but Thanksgiving is something that's interesting because we only think about being thankful in the good times. You know, a lot of times, you know, even on our Instagram and things like that, we highlight, um, we see athletes giving thanks to God on the field, on the podium, you know, after they made a, a, a amazing play or their team has won a big game. I know, you know, between you and I, we probably thank God for wins in the basketball court and the soccer field and things like that or staying out of foul trouble, um, thing, you know. And we're very, very quick to remember how good God is when things are going great, whether it's a season of life or on, or on some sort of athletic field. What we struggle, and I think you can agree to this, is thanking God, as, and overall, not just you specifically, but thanking God as when things are tough. When, uh, especially here in North America, I think that's a big, big challenge. When, when things are tough or don't go our way, or um, the results aren't as you expect, it's hard to say, thank you, God. Um, I put down here, uh, God is the same regardless of the circumstances. He never changes. His love never changes. It's we who need to change. So any, any thoughts on that? Something that piques your curiosity? You know, share with us what you got. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, when you handled your business with Train to Invest, I think it's the perfect um transition into this topic uh, in, in in our real talk series here the first things or, or the thing that you kind of brought out from your train to the vest um commercial ad whatever you want to call it is you know this is a opportunity for for not just you you didn't say it's it's for you to uh, just be you know so financially free so you can buy yourself a boat a cabin in Muskoka uh, you said it's actually so one of the greatest joys that you had was being able to give more and this idea of Thanksgiving um, absolutely you're right it's so much easier to thank God in, in the good times but when you actually look at it when you're really thankful it's it's a lifestyle it's a it's a it's a it's it's, it's a total of of who you are you are you live out Thanksgiving and this 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 being able to have that as a part of your lifestyle is a is is the we call it the when you become a Christian it's a transformational change that happens within you it's not your own strength of of saying you know I'm just going to be thankful for today even in a tough time it's not your strength no it's it's actually God you empowering you to be thankful even when you're in a time of suffering or whether you're in a, a time of, of mountaintop time when things are going well. It's a lifestyle. Yeah. It's a it's one of the most important um, uh, changes that happens actually within you. I'll, I'll, I'll leave it there for now. Yeah, I think what I what I, I what I tie this to is there's a difference between being joyful and being happy. Being happy, it's, it's an emotion, it's fleeting, it's temporary. Being joyful is 
deep down and it's everlasting. And it's a decision. You decide to be joyful, regardless of your circumstances. You decide decide to be thankful um, in the good and the bad. Um, and I think a lot of times people confuse thankfulness and happiness as the same kind of thing. And um, it, are there ways that you think maybe practically we can we can stay thankful even though things aren't going the way we want them to go well yeah i think first um and i think this may be the biggest barrier for most people it's 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 an understanding it's an understanding that that this is a part of who you are like you're representing uh yourself but you're also you're standing before everyone as a, rep a representation for God in the Bible, right? It's an understanding mm -hmm. that um, that I'll, I'll say this, you know, you hear all the time when you look at religion or specifically Christianity, we'll say there's so many rules yeah. when you get to Christianity, you know, you got to do this and that. I literally heard it on this, uh, this past Sunday. There's so many rules. And, and I think that's the wrong mindset. It's not about rules. It's like, you know, I was that kid where if mom's cooking, she said, don't touch the element. I see the element. We had the, one of those old school those old school ovens and the element goes red. I'm, I'm yeah, putting yeah. my full hand on that element. And I scream and I learn pretty quick that I'm not going to do that again. Um, the, the rules are, it's not actually, my, my mom wasn't saying don't touch the oven as a, as a rule. She was trying to teach me and have the understanding that it's not, just uh, gonna keep me safe it's actually for me to learn and grow that way and and that's kind of the 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 lifestyle of of the transformation into christianity and with that being said that's what thanksgiving that's your your lifestyle of thanksgiving is is infused in you that way so first and foremost i think it's an understanding that it's more than just um it's more than just you know taking a moment and and being appreciative for your friend or your family member, or your spouse or whatever, it's it's who you are going to be, and 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 another practical thing that you can do is is you know when you have that transformational change is like you said, there's going to be ways that are opened up for you to um, put that into practice, right? And and that could be supporting a cause, that could be being a friend to to someone who you know maybe you just don't want to listen to them this this evening but you know you give them a call anyway um you know going out of your comfort zone to to think of others to to love others that's a that, that's the way what god has commanded us to do right love god with all our heart soul and mind and and this and the second greatest commandment is to love others and and um that's what that portion is and uh the, so there's there's the first understanding and then the practical of actually following through yeah, no, absolutely. And I, and I want to echo that point of getting into your comfort zone because, like, for those who don't know, I help the tech side of things on Sunday mornings at Church in the City. And some mornings are just to be like, ah, the other guy's got it. Maybe I'm tired. Maybe I had a long week. Uh, maybe I didn't sleep so well. Um, maybe I stayed out too late, watched too much TV. Just like, I, I, I'll watch church online. It's okay. And... Or also, other, I could just be sad for whatever, or, or emotional about something else. Um, doing the right things, even though it's routine, is important. Coming to church and getting around other believers. Like last, like last Sunday, God was definitely in the house. Like you felt it. He was there. The worship, it, you know, he was moving and through prayer and all that kind of stuff. And you don't quite get that when you sit at home and watch it on TV. Pushing yourself to do the quote-unquote right things puts you into an area of, hey, you know what? So-and-so is um, having a hard time, and I can relate to that, and we talk about it. And you re re realize God's still moving regardless of the situation. Um, another practical thing that I like to do that I found that has worked for me um, is especially when I'm, you know, down in the dumps about something, or I feel like something's going against me is, is take a step back and be like, in the last month, can you name five times that God moved? And it doesn't have to be a big move. 
It doesn't have to be something like earth shattering. But you say, okay, you look back, okay, I found five things. What about the month before that? And the month before that? And all of a sudden you're thinking about, oh man, like God was faithful in so many different things that I didn't even recognize at the time. Right? And it gives you that hope. It gives you that reassurance that he's not changing. Right? He's eternal. It is us who is up and down and volatile. Looking back at what God has done for you gives you gives you understand, okay, God is going to work something out. And maybe you didn't get that promotion. Maybe you got a speeding ticket. Something happened. Maybe you got an unexpected bill. But at the end of the day, our hope isn't in our job. Our hope isn't in uh, anything earthly. It's in God. And I think you, I think you really nailed it on the head, saying, being thankful is, is almost like a, a a mindset. It's an active decision. You're going to be like, okay, so I didn't quite get the closest parking spot, or gas went up ten cents before I decided to fill up. Think about what you're thankful for, and and especially the and what really kind of triggered this for me at least this topic was you know what's going on in the world today, right? Like. Talking, you're hearing stories about people being kidnapped or babies being beheaded kind of puts a, a perspective on what should I get for lunch today? Or my Starbucks right? order was incorrect. Life is so hard, yeah. right? Yeah. And it, it, it also like even even things that are important to me, like getting promoted in my job or doing the right thing. Yeah, those are important, but are they life important? If if I don't get the promotion in the next six weeks, is my life fundamentally going to change? No, it won't. That'd be disappointing, but I still have a job. I still have a car to get to work. I'm not worried about being pulled off the street because I'm a Christian and disappearing into the middle of nowhere. I'm not concerned that my brother, who's a pastor, is going to get kidnapped and end up on Al Jazeera TV. Like, there, and I'm, and I'm not, I'm not saying to discount people's problems, but it's understanding, yeah, okay, this is a tough time, but who do I put my trust in? It's not me. I'm just a dude with graying hairs in my beard who's trying to make it through here. I, I have. Our relationship with an all-powerful, all-knowing, all-everywhere being who loves me and who who can create an entire universe where things work in perfect harmony. And he cares enough to feed the birds. He cares enough to make sure that the plants get the water. And he loves me more than that. So why is he not going to take care of me? So put into perspective, you know what God has done for you. Put into perspective. Um, you don't want. I don't want to say use. There's always something worse happening to somebody else, but think about how can you reach out? How can you do better? We talked about you know restarting your faith. We talked about getting involved in your church and sharing your testimony. Those are life things. Those are the things that help you remember. Hey, God's God's on my side. And it sparks conversation. And you never know what kind of story somebody else is going to talk to you and encourage you with. So I, I think that's my preaching for today. But like bring practical and, and thinking about how can I impact God's kingdom puts a lot of things in perspective. Yeah, I love what you said um, about not discounting people's uh, sufferings and their challenges. Absolutely, that's not what we're trying to say here. We're trying to say here is, what are you going to do when you're in a time of suffering or in a stormy season yeah. or in a challenge? And I, I want to challenge you to is, is this is where you fall to your knees. This is where you're praying. You give it to God in prayer. And, and you know, you see in, in Psalm 31, it uh, talks about, it's a really authentic picture of David. David's life 
Uh, this is where he's praying to God when he's in his suffering. And, and David knew what suffering meant. Like if you look at Samuel 1 and 2, he, 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 you can see David uh, through his suffering. And he had his, he's at his best friend's house. And the best friend's father comes in and is trying to kill him, chucking spears at him. He's trying to murder him right there on the spot. And, and, and this is what David does. He, he goes, he finds a quiet place, and he prays. And he says, God, I, I need you. I'm going to bring you this. I'm going to give you my challenges. I'm going to give you my hurt. And, and I'm going to trust in you. And, and every time I've done that in my life, in my experiences, I've had God come through for me over and over and over again. I hope that can be an encouragement to anyone listening today. Because that's what uh, that's what you have to do, and uh, that's and when you do that, and when you see God come through for you, don't forget to do it in the times of 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 payday, the times of the blessing, and all those good things mm-hmm. as well. I think the last thought that I have um, kind of ties into that is God doesn't work by our rules. Yeah, right. We have a as as human beings. We have a limited concept of time, space, physics, what can happen. And those are constructs that we just have to live in. That's our reality. However, you can't put God into a box. And there's so many times in my life where I think, okay, if this, 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 and this happen, I'll be happy, problem solved, whatever. And I pursue that, and the result isn't what I want, doesn't come the way, way I want it to. And I'm disappointed. Versus where I say, okay, God, here is my issue. Here's how I'm feeling. I trust you. I'm thankful, etc. And I let it be. Miracles happen. And a miracle doesn't have to be something huge. It's something, it could be something small. But something out of the middle of nowhere, which I could never foresee. I could never even predict. I couldn't even think about happening. Occurs. And all of a sudden, you're like, Whoa. That just happened. So um, my encouragement to everybody out there is stop thinking so hard. Get on your knees. Pray. Go to church. If you've only been watching online for a long time, get back in the building and uh, see what God has in store for you. It's good. Great. Awesome. Um, Honestly, I think we, we wrap up with some basketball. Since uh, White Reverend isn't here to give us some blank stares, <laughs> let's transition to opening night. Yeah, come on. I'm ready. Double I'm, header. I'm excited for... October 24th. It's double header. Two, Lakers two at away. Denver, ring ceremony. Oof. And then followed up by Phoenix at Golden State. Now, before you even start, the only part I don't like about living in Toronto is the late night games are late. Yeah, they true. are very late. The extra hour in Winnipeg, you know, um, helps. You're but in bed late by night games here midnight are... in Winnipeg. That's yeah. like one here. Yeah. So why don't you start us off? I'll give you the first floor here. Lakers at Denver. Cool. Yeah, like I don't know. Is are these guys gonna play? Are they going to suit up for games? Are the rule changes going to um, motivate them to uh, get their rewards at the end of the season uh, because it's tied to their contracts. Um, I, if they play, if they play with a, a passion, um, I'm excited. I'll be pumped up for sure. If if LeBron's like, okay, I'm gonna sit out this first game. You know, I gotta get ready for the for the second half of the season. Um, you know, it, it's just it's so frustrating. Are these guys gonna play? If they play, it's going to be fun. It's it'll bring the competitive edge back to basketball. I think um, that one part of the in-season tournament or whatever they're calling it is yeah. the, the games that are on Tuesday and Friday all lead up to this in-season tournament. I think that'll make basketball exciting in November, which it hasn't been in a long time. It's exciting in the first week of October, but November's the dry spell. Yeah. And uh, so this, this hopefully, I think it brings some excitement, gives some hope for, hey, maybe the Raptors can actually win something um, in the yeah. midseason. Um, who knows? Who knows? But yeah, I'm excited. I think Denver is still so good. They're gonna li- they're gonna really miss uh, Bruce Brown. Um, Brown yeah. is it? Yeah. 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 Um, but and, and the Lakers got better. The Lakers are good. Um, 
They're scary. This is going to be a monster of a first game. Yeah. I don't think I've been this excited for our first game in a long time. Um, I think the Lakers, they've been doing a lot of talking in the media lately. <laughs> um, and uh, I think, I think uh, Mike Malone's dad passed away just recently. Mm. He was actually the first coach of the Raptors. I believe his name was Mark. Wow. Um, but anyways, uh, I think I think Jokic is going to come out and he's going to do something special. I think the Lakers will probably have a really strong start. First quarter, they may, they may blow them out in the first quarter because it'd be you know the the banners are coming down, the rings are being shown off, LeBron's going to go off. But I think Jokic is going to do something special this game, and Jamal Murray, who took some time off for the summer, should be well rested. Maybe a little envious of not getting a bronze medal, and um, I think I think it's going to be a good game. What I'm more interested about is the Phoenix and Golden State game. This is going to be no defense. We're going to see uh, if Chris Paul's trading return. Nurkic. Chris Paul's return, yeah, exactly. I mean, he's a bit washed, but that's fine. Um, no defense, all offense. The only person who might be playing defense is Draymond Green, but that's because he can't do anything else. So I, I be, I'm pumped. I think Durant is going to come back. And want to gun down the Golden State team that probably still talks trash about him behind his back. Um, Bradley Beal wants to put on a show because he's finally in a position where something's expected of his team. It'll be an uh, interesting, interesting uh, development to see what can happen. So I think NBA planners put a good month, good opening night together. It's definitely desperation time in the sense of, like, the older guys' careers are coming to an end. It's weird to say that Curry and Durant, they're getting old, while LeBron's yeah. been old and is yeah. way past. It's, it's gone. Like, it's it's getting close to that time for these guys. So they have, if they're going to yeah. do any more winning to secure their legacy and their careers, they got to do it the next year, two, three Maybe years two max. Three. And well, Curry's going like, to be, what, 39 in three yeah. years? Yeah. Like, that's crazy. For me, it's like when KG, Duncan, and Kobe, when those guys all retired, and Vince, it was like, man, what is happening right now? So It was very strange. That might strange. be an ex- exciting thing as the next come up in the NBA. Uh, the new fresh talent might be, uh, you know, yeah. good to see who's going to be the next. But, yeah, I think um, for the... I'll just say Lakers and and Nuggets. I think the Nuggets are going to coast. I don't think they're going to care. They're going to be a mid. Okay. They're going to be like a mid level uh, standings throughout the whole year, and teams are going to let them go under the radar. They're going to kill it in the playoffs. Okay. I think Lakers come out hot, and uh, d- like they probably dominate. I bet. I bet you Lakers dominate. Hmm. Uh, Suns and Warriors. Well, they need the home court advantage. Yeah, yeah, they definitely do. Um, and the, and you can't. You can't really take too many games off in the West. Uh, Suns and Warriors, oh, I don't know about this Warriors team. You know, Chris Paul is going to be in your starting lineup with Steph Curry. Klay Thompson is going to play power forward. Who's covering Kevin Durant? Wiggins? Like, this is going to be this is going to be tough. This is going to be tough. The Suns are really good. And now they got some depth. Yeah. Suns. Yeah, they, they bolted their bench. Yeah. Yeah. Suns are going to slop. Slap him. Opening game. Ooh. Kevin Durant is okay. Gonna, this I, I feel like Kevin Durant's going to go on a tear this year. And as long as he I don't tear so, nothing, so. he's going to be okay. Yeah. He's, boom. If he stays healthy, I think uh, he's one of those guys, and I, I say this not that he is Michael Jordan, but he likes to manufacture stuff in his head to get him going. Yeah. Like, you, you look at him when he responds, like, why is he responding to people on Twitter? Like this dude has got nothing else to do. He's, you know, he's just trying to motivate himself. He's just trying to like turn on that spark. And like some random kid in the middle of nowhere will be like, oh, I, I like LeBron better than KD. And KD will be like, okay, this kid, this is the one who's doing it for me tonight. And he'll just go out there and slash, slash it. And I think I think you're right. I think he's if he can stay healthy, he'll put up some monster numbers. KD is 500 and about 50 points away from being top 10 scorer all time. And wow. 
uh, sorry, uh, James Harden is about just like 310 points approximately uh, uh, from getting to the 25,000 point club. Who, who gets there wow. first? Well, it depends because uh, James may not be playing. Who knows? Yeah, that's tough. Who knows? Uh, James also may also be like 100 pounds overweight. We don't know yet, but uh... if I, I did the math on it, if KD plays, I can't remember how many more years, but if he plays his game the way he is right now for the next, I think, five years, I think he's averaging yeah. about 25 points a game, 26. He actually will have more points than Wilt. No, wow. no, sorry. More points than Kareem. Kareem, okay. Kareem. Yeah. You said Wilt. I thought Kareem. So I know we're on the same page. Perfect. Um, and, and Durant's game can transition to that. Yeah. Can you imagine a 39-year-old Durant just sitting in the corner? 100%. Boom, boom, boom. Just dropping trays. Post up some little guy. Picking like, pops. The dude just has to stay healthy. Yeah. I think I think that's the biggest thing that's aided LeBron's career is that he stayed healthy. Yeah, big time. Stayed healthy, and you have You're built to like give, a tank. Sure, you have to give him props for that. Like he spends the oh, money absolutely. on his body. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, you get a billion dollars from Nike, you can afford a couple hundred <laughs> to take care of your body, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Cool. Uh, I think that's a wrap. That's a wrap. I think that's yeah, a wrap. That's. that's... That's a good pod. It's been a fun time. Make sure you guys like, subscribe, check out our YouTube, leave some comments, uh, hit us up Absolutely. on the Twitterverse, all these things, whatever you call it, X. Um, X. And uh, what you can do to help support the sport reverence is share, share, uh, share our content with yeah. our with, with your friends and your stories and all those kinds of things. And uh, the more you spread it, the, the better it is. And we can help not only give our hot takes, but uh, we also get to share about our unapologetic faith. We hope it encourages you as well to be an unapologetic in your faith as well. Let's see if we can get uh, the hashtag free the Drew going here. Free the so Drew. we can get him back for next week. Free, free the Drew. Drew. We'll say free Drew. Free Drew, sure. Free Drew. All right. We'll go from there. White Sports Rest, okay. we love you. Love you and you miss it, bro. Peace out, world. Peace. Peace.